know how fast you were going. What? How fast you were going. I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast. If you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot. Leave now. Run in your safe space. Get your little cloth for your tears. All the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and his guest and do not reflect the opinions of any local or government agency. Welcome to Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host, Iceman. We do have a guest, part two on that. This is the housekeeping out the way. Go like and subscribe. If uh, Facebook, YouTube, when we do live shows every Wednesday, hit the little bells, you'll know when we come on live. Come on, interact with us. If you're on audio, if you're on Apple, uh, five-star, write a review, shout it out when I get it. Spotify, you can't write one, but you can leave a five-star. Uh, go check out the merch at the Etsy store, Motor Cop Conference Podcast at Etsy. Got some new T-shirts available. And uh, the guest here, we actually had a conversation not long ago. I'm working on doing a requested T-shirt for him. If it comes out good, they'll be for sale also. So let's get the rest of it out the way and uh, welcome back Motor Cop for Life from the up in Missouri in uh we're going to talk some funny stuff this time. Last time we got a little serious, so we we'll try to keep it on the light side. How you doing, buddy? Doing good. How are you? Oh, I'm I'm making it. I'm making it. Got a little overheated yesterday, as we talked about before we started recording, doing yard work. My old ass thinks I'm still young. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last time we talked, it was snowing up here, so now it's 90 degrees, so I feel the overheating part of you. <laughs> I, I probably would rather y'all's humidity. Because our humidity is like crazy. Uh, you recently, uh, you recently did a, uh, uh, what was that ride y'all just did? Basically uh, the across run the for state. The run for the wall escort for, uh, it used to be for Vietnam veterans, but they're kind of getting older. So now it's just pretty much any veteran rides in it. It starts in, there's three routes, the Northern, the Central and the Southern. And the central route comes through Missouri, Kansas City through St. Louis. They start in Ontario, California. I have no idea where in the hell that's at, but it's out in California. And they end up at Washington, D.C. And there's two states in the entire country that escort that entire ride across their state from state line to state line. New Mexico is one and Missouri is the other. So it's uh, like a group of motorcycles y'all are escorting? Or? Yep. So... When we picked them up at the Kansas-Missouri state line in downtown Kansas City, there was, I think I counted 150 or 152. We go out east of the metro, about mm, 60 miles or so. We jump off at a little town called Concordia, and it's really cool. They basically shut the whole town down for this group to come in. They have American flags, but every 10 foot on center down the off-ramp, all the way down Main Street to the city park. Um there's lunch provided for all the riders, all the motors, uh, pulled pork, ham, you know, sandwiches, coleslaw, the work beans. And then everybody, I, I swear to God, everybody in that town bakes cookies for two weeks leading up to this. Cause everybody gets a package of like three cookies with a handmade thank you note for their service and thank you vets and all this. And then we pack back up, jump back on the interstate and take it all the way to Columbia 
which is a mile marker 133. And then the west side motors have the option to continue to St. Louis for the rest of the ride, or we turn around and come back, and the St. Louis motors are staged there at Columbia, and then they take them the rest of the way across. What were you saying? It was several hundred miles you did that day. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, like an idiot, I worked traffic that morning before the escort and ended up arresting somebody. So that was, that was a dumb idea on my part, but that's just normal for me. And then by the time I was on patrol, I'd do the nonsense with the arrest, then go to the briefing and then do the ride and then come back. I think I had about 350 miles that day. Mm. I see, no, <laughs> you're talking about you arresting somebody. Uh, I saw a meme the other day where uh, I forget I forget who put it out or I shot him out. It was funny though. It says, uh, it says when you're a motor cop and you arrest somebody, uh, where do you put them? And it's on the bottom of it, it says jump in the basket. <laughs> yeah, jump on the basket on the front or jump on the back and hold me and hug me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had somebody actually, I had some idiot one time actually, you know, said, well, when you arrest somebody, what do you do? How you get them to jail? So did you see that bar on the back? Because I ride a road king, so they got them on. Uh, the now, crash bar well around the saddlebags it's an add-on now or it was and i don't know if they started but anyway we put them back on there to protect the, the saddlebag i said you see that bar right there i said i handcuffed you that and just hope you can run <laughs> you better learn to run kid i said the last person i got arrested the time i got to jail i was a hand left so <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> run forest <laughs> so, yeah run forest run yeah I mean, I mean, it was a stupid question. I mean, <clears throat> what do you think I do? I call a, a guy in a car is what I do. Yeah. You know, that's I what mean, I do. Yeah, not, not we're not going to dive off serious again, but like up here in Missouri, most of the crap I stop people for and arrest them for, that's a ticket and release type deal. Here's no, your yeah, summons. We'll see you in court. And bye. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't think I've arrested. Phys- I, now, I've been involved with some arrests, and, uh, you know, I've pulled some people over the head like active warrants. And I think I said this on other podcasts. A lot of times, a a road guy will come get them and go do the paper, the booking paperwork on them because uh, I'm like, like, I'm like, you can have it. So it's just a, a stat for them. It shows arrest that you know that they made an arrest. So because yeah. I don't know how y'all are, we we don't. I know some departments have these. Uh, I don't even know what they call them. Uh, them logs while you're working that you got to put down what you're doing all day long and it's log. Oh, a daily time. log. Yeah, yeah, we got those. See, we don't have that. I've never worked. I've worked for two sheriff's offices. That's it in almost thirty years, and neither sheriff's office I've worked for has that. I've seen some city PDs have it, but I've never had that. I go to work, I catch my calls. I go basically, you know, unless I get called to do something, I'm basically out there doing basically what I want to, and uh, but I don't have uh, to write it down and turn it in. So, you know, some days are, are lazy days, and some days are not lazy days. It depends. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the year, when it comes, we do have yearly evaluations. So, at the end of the year, when you get evaluated, don't think they don't go back in that CAD system, which is uh, oh, yeah. computer-aided dispatching for any civilians that don't know. Uh, they go back in that CAD system, system and start pulling your stats, which shows how, oh, many, yeah. how many reports you've written for the year, how many tickets you've written for the year, how many... I don't know, patrols. It, it shows everything that you've done for the entire year. And if they go in there and it's like, well, what well, heist man, he, uh, he didn't make no arrest. He wrote four tickets and wrote <laughs> 10 crashes. 
Basically, that means I'm a lazy fuck and shouldn't be working, you know. Cause, He's killing it, knocking yeah, it out of yeah. the park, giving he, him a raise. He is MVP of the department. You know, no, that that guy will get called in and it's like, hey, buddy, what, what, what the hell are you doing out there? Because you sure in the hell ain't writing no reports, so you're not catching calls. You're not yeah, writing no yeah. tickets. I mean, what are you doing? So, yeah. no. If I'm, you're a traffic and you're not writing hundreds of tickets a year, like, thousand minimum in a year you probably need to reevaluate your traffic assignment oh yeah i mean i'll probably just on average on a guess i think on the average i'll probably just on a, a regular week about 60 tickets a week on average if not more you'll like this but i, I very seldom so, probably do in under 50 tickets a week my uh, my buddy K Nine Tank sixty one on TikTok. There's a shameless plug, and I'm not plugging him anymore. But there's his plug. <laughs> he and I, at the last apartment I worked at, that he still works at, the old record was like forty two tickets in a twelve hour shift. So our goal one day was to go beat that. <laughs> That's it. And, Come on. And now. after tw- after twelve hours, he and I had sixty one tickets out, and that was riding two man in a Tahoe. Okay, I'm like, because I, I, I think I texted you not too long ago or something. I think like in a, in, I mean, I had twelve tickets in an hour, a couple months ago. I did just just in one hour, I did twelve. That's that's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> that's healthy. I, I have I have a very good honey hole. Let's put it that way. Hey, honey holes are the best. The only yeah. problem is you got to keep everybody else out of your honey hole, or the honey dries up. Well. <laughs> This is on an interstate system, and so, so it's constantly got new people on it. But uh, it's like, yeah, it's like I can just, well, are you writing electronic tickets or still handwriting? Um, I have the option of both. 98% of the time, it's electronic tickets. But yeah, well, I do have the option for the old handwritten if I have. If my computer dies or it's raining or snowing, I'll take the paper book out so I don't crash my tablet. Yeah, well, we... We have the the gizmos, which is basically about a little bit bigger than an iPhone. Yeah, you know, I love it. Like I said, I had a uh, captain the other day actually called me. I don't know if they're looking at getting some more or whatever. And uh, captain called me. You know, I was like, "What?" He's like, "What's up?" I said, "I don't know." You tell me, because usually when you call me, you're wanting me to go do something that I really don't want to fucking do. So, so what do you? Want? <laughs> yeah, or I'm in trouble. <laughs> no, I gotta say that. I I, I gotta say that. I don't know. Uh, now, back in the day, when I first came to this department, I was extremely gun-shy because I used to get called in and get in trouble for all kind of stupid shit. Some shit, you know, it was just stupid. I shouldn't even got in trouble for it. But that's uh, here nor that that's, you know, in the past. But since I've been at this department, I, I was, I was gun-shy. I'm not going to lie. First time I got called, I got called one time, uh, and it was major. He's since retired. I'm going to try to get him on. He just retired recently. You know, if I don't know if he was listening, he used to listen, and I guess if he does listen, he'll know who he's, I'm talking about. But uh, he called, he called me up. He's like, "Hey, what you doing?" I said, like, oh, "Nothing." Why? Now, I hadn't been on this department a whole lot, long a long time, and he said, "Look, uh, he said, uh, if you don't do that, he said, run, run up to the courthouse here, and uh, he said, go go in the, sh- the the sheriff and uh, the ADA is in his office, and uh, go see him." I'm like, I'm like, do you? Uh, I kind of just pa- sounds like I, a setup. I, I kind of, I kind of <laughs> paused, you know, and I was like, uh, "Okay." And I looked at him. I said, "Should I call my attorney first, or, or yeah. what?" 
And he's like, he the manager's like, what? I'm like, my attorney. Do I need to get an attorney? He said, he said for what? I said, I don't know what you're calling me in there for. I mean, it's the sheriff. And, the, and it was like the top ADA, like the guy, you know, the number two guy. And I'm like. Yeah, like the guy. Yeah, I'm like, it, the only other person who hired him at the time was, was the district attorney. I'm like, do I need an attorney? Because I'm thinking, I don't even know what the hell I've done. And uh, he's like, no, they want to talk to you about a, the ticket program. I was like, I was like, you cannot call me <laughs> and tell me to come have a meeting with the sheriff. And the ADA without explaining yourself to me, I'm yeah. old, I'm old, I'm old, I'm older, I'm old for a cop nowadays, especially. Are you trying to kill me? Give me a fucking yeah. heart attack. But, yeah, my uh, blood pressure is over <laughs> two fifty right now. What are we doing? It's like I gotta stop. I'm, 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 I think you just gave me diabetes. <laughs> 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 it's, like, it's like, but he, I went there, but but no, the captain, the other, the, the captain, I like him. He's a good guy, you know. You know, but when he calls me, usually he's like, "Hey, buddy, can I? Can you go take care of this for me, or can you go take care of that, or you can take care of this?" And it's usually something I really don't want to take care of, like like yeah. going help at the courthouse or go help out over at the hospital or something like that. Stuff I do not, I despise. I mean, I don't like going to the courthouse, but I despise, I despise having to help out of the hospital. I don't like going to the hospitals, period. I don't work details there either. And I'm just so when he called, I'm like, I'm like what what what? Because usually when you call me or something I don't want to do. So you about to ruin my day? No, buddy, uh me uh me so he started asking me all about the gizmo stuff on the difference in how long it takes me to handwrite a ticket than how long it takes me to do a gizmo ticket. I said, Well if I handwrite a ticket and I'll be honest, I have a horrible, atrocious handwriting. Uh, the ladies that do the tickets actually uh, have my cell phone number because uh, they'll text me a picture when I was handwriting them and say, what is, what, 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 lady? <laughs> yeah. what does that so, say? Yeah, yeah. Or what's that number? <laughs> so I have to translate. So I try to be neat. So if I do that, uh, if I'm trying to be neat, we didn't take my time a little bit. It just takes me, I don't know, five to six minutes to write a ticket. So from beginning of stop, when I say stop, with me making contact to them actually getting the citation and leaving, would it be anywhere between, I don't know, five to eight minutes usually? Now, with the gizmo, from most of the majority of tickets, from beginning of stop, point of contact to them driving off, leaving with a citation, it's like anywhere from two minutes to two and a half minutes. So, wow, that's yeah. that's pretty nice. Yeah, so now see, like I me, I have a tablet which is beneficial because I've got a camera on it that I can automate, you know, so I can automatically upload pictures into reports and stuff for crashes and stuff. And my like our crash software is on the tablet, so I mean, I can work the crash and never do I'm, I do it all right there on the tablet, right there on scene. But for me to write the ticket, I got to pull up the ticket. And then I got to enter all the information because I'm assuming with your gizmo, you get to scan the 3D uh, barcode on the license. Yeah, I just scan the license. And usually, uh, usually I, I can scan the VIN, but usually I just punch the license plate in, put the state, hit a button. It runs it through NCIC automatically. So it pops oh, up. That's handy. Same thing with the driver's license. When I scan the license, it pops up. It tells me as soon as it pops up, and it's very when everything's running perfect every it usually runs pretty good it when i run your license it tells me if it shows a little green bar your license is 
perfectly fine. If you have any tickets on your record, it shows DMV violations. And I could go look and see what it is, but it, it just shows me that you have previous violations. It tells me yeah. if you're expired. It tells me if you're suspended. It don't tell me if you have warrants, but same thing with the license plate. When I punch it in and run it, it'll come back, tell me if your license plate's ex- uh, expired or, or whatever. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just punching in and – like I said, when I, I punch in the license plate, it runs it. Uh, I'll put in the violation, the speed, my my put down. I use the laser, and you know where I'm at, my location. I go hit another button. They sign it with their finger right there. The printer, little printer, separately, but it's very small. You know, I print it out right. It's one of them heat printers, so I don't need ink. Yep, that's what ours are. Yeah. The laser or heat. Whatever it's a zebra, yeah, and it prints it out right. I mean, it prints it out. It looks like a big long on like Walgreens receipt, but yeah, it's it's super fast and it does it. It it also has a thing I can take pictures with it. I can record video vi- with it and add it to the ticket. Because a lot of times when I get the uh, uh, the Mexicans that have uh, all you thing is they got is like one of these Mexican licenses or just a. Yeah, uh, Mexican DL or their passport. Or their passport, I will take a picture of that, and it automatically attaches to the ticket also. See, like mine, since it's on a tablet, we don't have any of that fancy shit. So I have to to hand in your name, your address, your date of birth, your height, your weight, your driver's license number, and all that bullshit. I got to hand in in your vehicle, make, model, year, color, plate, expiration, so, I mean, for me, I can, from so, putting like, the kickstand down, contacting the driver, coming back, writing the ticket, going back, handing them the paper ticket. If I'm handwriting a paper ticket, time and stop without any stupid nonsense is about six minutes. For me to print one e-ticket, just a single, takes me about eight. But the nice thing is, is if I'm writing two or three plus tickets to one person, the second ticket is where I make up all my time because then I just hit add another. Everything's auto save. The only thing I have to change is the charge. And then it just, then I can bang a ticket out every 30 seconds. Oh, on, on Gizmo, I can add like three or four violations per citation. Oh, yeah, no, we, ours are all individual. So then you, you hit print. And by the, like, <laughs> I wrote a guy six the other night and I don't like ticket stacking. You know, I, I don't try to write anybody more than three or four. And that's usually like the guy arrested the other morning for that escort. He was doing 31 over in a work zone with workers present. He didn't have a license at all. He had dope and paraphernalia and he had warrants. So I wrote him all four of those. That fucking ticket is a continuous ticket. That's some of a bitch about 10 foot long. I say it was longer <laughs> than the car. Yeah. Here you go, bud. <laughs> <laughs> here you go. But, you know, the paper tickets, for me, they're faster. But like you said, the court clerks and the prosecutor and judge appreciate the printed ones because they can actually read what the hell I wrote. Whereas for me, I, if I'm just writing singles, I'd much rather handwrite them because I could be done a whole lot faster. Yeah, what, what I like about the digital ones is when I'm done, I just got to hit one button and it automatically sends the ticket to the DA's office and I have nothing to turn in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Like ours, as soon as I hit finished, so you, you know, you got add another, print, cancel, void, and then finished. As soon as I hit finished, that ticket is automatically in the court clerk's receiving pile on her computer in the stack, and the prosecutor just received it too. 
So when it hits my system, it hits theirs instantaneously. Cool. So anything funny has happened to you recently? Uh, mm, well, doing that escort, you'll like this. So, you know, we had about 25 bikes. And we're going out down the interstate. Once you get out of the city, it's not bad. So I'm right next to the point man on the left side of him in the wedge. And it's blowing 15, 20 mile an hour winds out south that day. And we're going east. All of a sudden, we're doing 60 mile an hour down the interstate in the wedge. You know how close we get in the wedge trying to look cool. So what do you say in a wedge? The working wedge, like do an escort. Now y'all probably we, do, y'all got one man up front at the point, and then y'all just kind of. So we got a one we got one man's appointment. He never leaves that spot. He's the one controlling the escort. He'll slow you down, speed you up, try to give directions and updates over the radio and crap. And then the wedge is made up of your stringers, and you stack off of him both directions, and then fall behind. So if you're looking like overhead from a blimp, it looks like an arrowhead. Oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. We we don't do that when we're doing big escorts like that. We uh we'll ride tandem. Usually the the guy on the the left sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes the, the first left guy will control the whole speed. Or or whoever's up there. What we do is we call it a backwards S is how we work it. And uh, basically what happens is the left, when you're coming up, let's say we're going down the interstate. You know, yeah. we're, we're riding tandem. And uh, the guy on the left, we're coming up to a, a entrance ramp on the interstate. Probably about a, a little over, probably three quarters of a mile before that, he'll take off and yeah. go, go hold it. Well, the guy to his right will then shift left. Now, oh, okay. Now the, I, I see what you're doing. Now, so then everybody slides up and well, over. Well, the guy, now the guy behind, the, the two behind him, let's say you're running 10 bikes or whatever. The two guys yeah. behind him, the left guy will then move over to the other guy's right side in the front. The okay. guy that was to his right will move left, and, by, and it goes all the way back to the end It does that. God, that sounds like a lot of movement. It's really not, but it looks – it. We we all around here train doing the same thing, and it's actually they integrated chain, training that in school. Motorcycle. Well, so the way it looks the really, way we really do cool. It. it looks really cool. It's working right too. On, on if you see it on the helicopter, it looks yeah. it, it looks awesome. But it it works because we all use the same thing. So like so like you say, you got your whole area trained on that. Our whole metro area is trained on the working wedge, okay. like. If you came into town and said, hey, we're going to run this escort and I'm going to be in charge of it, you'd have 50 packed, stacked up, wrecked up fucking police bikes because nobody around here would know what in the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> it's working wedge, working wedge, working wedge. And so, you know, the point man, he knows the route. He's ridden the route. He's supposed to ride the route the day before or the day of. But uh, well, usually you try to get the point man that knows the area. It's usually in their jurisdiction. They're the point man. But. Well, we'll, then, you we'll know, swatch you got- at, We'll switch out like when we go into different. Like, let's say we're going to different jurisdiction, and uh, whatever parish we're going into, if they have motors out with us, we'll let them take the lead. Oh no, that never happens here. And then, uh, as, as we <laughs> never go, as we go into the different jurisdiction, so we'll do that. But uh, what I wanted to ask you, like, well, when we're running funeral, like a funeral escort, uh, yeah. we'll have one. We'll have one point guy out front, and 
he he'll ride close to the center line. He's getting people's attention. We wave at people and try to make everybody pull over, not just out yeah. of respect, but out of safety because you got motors coming left. The next guy, if you have enough, the next guy behind him will be riding, uh, just just a little bit left of the center line, and the guy behind him will be riding in the opposite oncoming lane. So it's kind of making like a, a slant, pushing everything yeah. over to the shoulder, and we'll yeah. do that now. Whenever you're holding an intersection. And we came up with this because we almost got somebody almost got killed. Uh, whenever you're holding an intersection, we all train like this: is you hold your uh, right hand up, your throttle hand up. As motors are going by, they'll torque their siren at you, let you know. Comes, you hold your right hand up until all the motors are by, so that way they know that you're not going to move on them because your right hand's up. Huh? Because we had we've had you know accidents and stuff before. So yeah. we, we, that's integrated to the area. Everybody will do the same thing. They'll put that right hand up, letting you letting them know that you have this intersection and you're not going nowhere. And plus, you know, so we, uh, the way we do it. So you're in the wedge and you know, he'll, the point man will throw up a, one finger and point you fo- point forward, which means get the fuck out of here. Go do stringer stuff. Which finger? And so the stringer is a guy that's out ahead. No, which finger? Oh, Oh, well, sometimes it's the middle finger if they're talking to me. Yeah, if they're talking to me, it's usually the middle one. Everybody else gets the index finger. I don't know why I'm special. but <laughs> So you go out, and I don't know what it is, but this is apparently the hardest thing for everybody in the metro. Not everybody, but certain members of the motor community up here. You know, he'll send them out, and then they just take off doing 80 mile an hour. And now he can't fucking see how many stringers he's got out there or where they're at. You know, you're supposed to go out, get, like you said, a half a mile out ahead, and then just hold the same speed of the escort. And then when a hazard or whatever, an intersection or whatever occurs, and you take it, and he's yeah, supposed yeah. to be continuing sending out stringers. Then the next and guy. Then if you see a, and if you see a stringer coming up that he sent out, then you move up another half a mile. You know, yeah, It's kind of, kind of like we do. We, call that, we just call that a scout bike or a point good yeah. bike. But then, you know, when you... So I take like an off ramp or an on ramp or whatever, and I've got it shut down. We're supposed to guys get lazy and then shit happens. It happened the other day, but you're supposed to get off the bike and, you know, face what you're stopping. And, you know, then they see you, they see you're off the bike and you should be out of the way. And then you're not released until the tail cars come up and honk you away. So the tail cars will come up and usually on like that one we had the other day, we had one in each lane and then, you know, they, they get within about a quarter mile of you and they'll honk their air horn about three times, uh, you know, honk, honk, honk. And then you jump back on the bike and haul ass out of there and wide open back to the front. And then when you get back up to the front, you know, there's still a wedge. You just take the side that is shorter you know if they're even you just hang out in the middle till another bike comes up and you guys split to each side yeah. if one side is shorter than the other on the wedge and you go to the shorter side so it's even and that's you. how we've always trained now six or seven years ago they tried this i don't even remember, i don't remember what they called it but basically it was like a, a point stringer and he would be riding with no emergency lights on, just his four-way flashers. And he'd have a, a traffic vest on. And he was out like two miles ahead of the actual package. And as the stringers would come up, the stringer would come up to him, 
he'd tell them, you know, what the next intersection to take is or what direction you were going. And that caused more confusion and chaos than anything. They ended up finally scrapping that idea. Yeah. It was, usually, I mean, usually when we have big escorts like that, they'll have, we have a meeting. We'll have a meeting before it happens and go over the entire route, what's expected, what's not expected, and, and all this stuff like that, you know? I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what we do. We have a briefing, but then, you know, like, it's like we have an escort coming up not this coming weekend, but the weekend after. And there's, there'll be anywhere between 350 and 500 motorcycles in this ride. I hate, but there'll be, I hate escort. Excuse me. Toe draggers. Is, and yeah, if you're a but, toe dragger, don't get offended. That's what we call you. But you, yeah. you drag your toe when you're running. Like, I hate escort. Cause every time I've done it, they've always had accidents. Yeah. But there'll be 35 or 40 police bikes doing this escort, but there won't be more than, five or six from any agency. So it's all these different agencies. So, you know, we got to do something. So there's always a pre-ride meeting, but those meetings never, ever cover half of what you're going to encounter. You don't have you're, a, you're, deal, you're dealing with the motor in public at the end of the day. So nothing's planned or going to according to a plan. But you don't have multi-agency uh, uh, frequencies that everybody. Can oh yeah. To. Yeah. We've got reach comms in the Metro area that, everybody has and then like the other day we were on statewide interop so we could go basically you know everybody had that frequency in the state that was involved in the escort and they could listen to us leaving kansas city all the way to st louis yeah and then when it where we did we got serious again sorry folks this is just what happens when you get two motor guys talking about shit sometimes <laughs> it's uh whenever you leave the intersection when you're the back guy We'll key up a lot of time. Say motor left. So all them other motorcycles know that you're coming up. And this other guy holding the intersection will know that there's a motorcycle getting ready to be coming up by him at a high rate of speed. So we'll also yeah. do that. Now, a lot of a lot of departments around here anyway, in the last, especially in the last two or three years, they've changed their policies. And if they're running with their lights on, they have to have their siren on. So you can hear them coming because they'll all be running with sirens. Uh, we're using it when I sign from we're going left. So, I mean, that's kind of nice if you're out in the country in the rolling hills, but, you know, out on the interstate where it's pretty flat, I really don't need to hear 20 guys' bikes with their siren blaring going past me. Yeah, freaking deaf by the <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, you know, whatever. It's your policy. I understand if something happens and you don't have your siren on by Missouri law, you're technically not an emergency vehicle. So I get it. But at the same time, it's kind of obnoxious, <laughs> but no. So anyway, I was up there next to the point, man. We're, like we're going to the store. I'm up there next to the point, man. The wind gust comes. He smacks into my bike. <laughs> so now I've got my handlebar steered right and we're still going left. <laughs> and the whole wedge is trying to keep left and not pile everybody up. And he kind of, now this is motor cop shit here. He looks over his shoulder, big old Cheshire cat grin. <laughs> just peels back to the right <laughs> like god no big deal yeah <laughs> crashed into each other Never you get locked up <laughs> yeah no 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 had no. that happen no. before had it happened i was gonna say didn't you have that happen yes had it happened we ended up breaking that broke that clutch handle off but i mean we got separated because 
they them levers got locked up and it's like okay i don't care like i said i, don't, I think i said on there i don't care how good you are you're not going to stop exactly at the same time like that and we were like no that's impossible like we're coming to red light and i looked at the guy and said hold on and uh i jerked really hard and uh it been rip, ripping uh ripping his lever completely out the housing but we were separated and didn't crash <laughs> That's that's uh, uh, if it costs you a clutch lever, that's that's yeah. minimal cost. <laughs> we 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 wasn't even we were just riding side by side talking with each other, and it wasn't nothing for me. I mean, you know, when you get comfortable riding with somebody, enough you riding down the road, saddlebags bumping while you're going down the road. Yeah, and we were that close. We were just riding, talking, saddlebags bumping. Next thing you know, we went to separate coming up, and we we're like, uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> This is bad. This is really bad. <laughs> yeah. Pine straw is really bad. <laughs> yeah, this sucks. <laughs> pine straw is like riding on freaking, if you, especially if you, that's why you, I'm telling everybody, always if you ride a bike, do your, do your roadway assessment constantly. Look, know what's coming up in front of you. Don't be surprised by it. That's why you shouldn't tailgate vehicles. They could jerk out of way. Next thing you know, you got to be as board in front of you and you, you know, yep. holding on for dear life or whatever. But, uh, oh, I didn't happen to me as a as a guy, the Highlander. Hopefully he'll be coming on. Uh no, it wasn't Highlander, this was Shrek and we were on a little country road we used to ride together and uh we went to make a turn and uh they happened to be uh, a whole bunch of pine straw. Pine from pine trees that had fallen on the ground and he locked and went to lean. Yeah. He leaned all right and that bike just went sliding <laughs> right out from underneath <laughs> them and think, there wasn't no traffic coming. Somebody saw it. But, you know, I mean, and a lot of people are like, oh, it didn't hurt the bike. But it's just like it will come out from under you in a heartbeat. Always do your roadway assessment. Oh, yeah. I mean, like right now, we still it's it's almost June and there's still sand and some residual road salt in the intersection from the winter. It's like I'm sure that could be slippery as hell. That sand I mean, and salt, I mean. And I, you know, the other day. It was drizzling, just a little bit of drizzle, which that's about as dangerous as it gets, in my opinion. Yep. And I was going across a bridge, and the bridge is a radius bridge. You know, it's a curve on a bridge. I hit one of those expansion joints and a lean because I'm going through the corner, and the the back end shot over about a foot, and then it caught the asphalt, and all of a sudden locked back solid again. That gave me a little pucker. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Those... those Big metal expansion joints on these bigger bridges. We tell you people if you don't ride, and you only have two tires, you can feel the tires slip. Especially yeah. when it's especially when it's just barely raining. Because we, we have one. It's not a hard lane, but it's a it's a light lane getting on to the Mississippi River Bridge. They got big ass them big metal expansion joints, and you can feel. I can feel my tire, my motorcycle tires when they're damp. You can, I, I'll feel yeah. it slip a little bit on each one of them. Yeah, that definitely caught my attention. Oh, shit. <laughs> Pay attention, Jared. Wake little, up. Wake little, up. <laughs> little, little pucker factor going on, huh? Yep. But, uh. Any yeah. funny traffic stops recently? Uh, I helped a trooper on a drunk stop last night. And you know how drunk stops go. You go from the I'm the cooperative drunk to the I hate law enforcement drunk to the I'm sorry drunk. <laughs> And yep. this guy had all three phases in about the course of six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm, I mean, it's the troopers arrest. 
I was just there to back him up. He called me over there to assist him because he, the guy, he, the guy, he pulled the guy over in, in front of his dad's trailer in a trailer park. And the dad was out there wandering around. He's like, you just come over here and keep an eye on the dad and keep an eye on this guy while I'm doing my field sobriety. I'm like, that's cool. No problem. He almost made it to home base. Yeah. He was parked. <laughs> All he had to do was get inside. But. I don't know why people think if they get to their house that they're safe. Like this is a no, like we're playing kiss chase or something. Yeah. Get to your up, house. Up. Oh, I can't go now. You made it home. You're safe. <laughs> oh, damn. He's in his driveway. Oh, better luck next time. It's like yeah. that video where that guy with the, guy walks up to the cop car and he hands him the reverse uno card and the cop turns around and walks off yeah it don't work <laughs> yeah but uh i mean he, he'd been oh he was a young trooper and it's nothing against the trooper he's doing his job he's just being you know very thorough in the search and the pat down he's already arrested the guy and i'm just there it's dark i'm holding lights so the trooper can see and he is just berating this trooper and talking to me, you know, oh, he's just a new guy. He doesn't know what he's doing. I'm like, yeah, he's just doing his job, guy. You know, just calm down. He'll be on the road here in a minute. It ain't a big deal. And he's been cool to me the whole time. Trooper's like, hey, thanks, man. You know, I'll text you later. Or, you know, I'll swing back by, whatever. You know, no problem. All right, see you. I go to walk towards my bike. Get back on my bike. Guy goes, hey, make sure you crash on the way out of here, asshole. I'm like, what? <laughs> Where'd that come from? <laughs> I've been nice to you this whole time. <laughs> But, um, I'll tell your mom, Hey, that's what I yeah. yelled yeah. back at him. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell mama hi for you. Um, funny traffic stops. I mean, I had one a couple weeks ago and, um, you ever pulled over a cross dresser? Uh, no, not that I know of. If if I did, they they looked like a girl on it. Yeah, so I pull over this. Um, it looks like a bigger, voluptuous black girl. She's crying because, I mean, she's doing like 90 and a 55. I stop her, him, <laughs> whatever. Stop her for speed, and she's crying. I'm thinking she's crying because, you know, she knows she's getting a, a hammered here. And... Hey man, you know, see your license. Not a big deal. It's just speeding ticket. I'm not going to take you in. Blah, blah, blah. She needs your license and your insurance. Hands me the insurance. Hands me a driver's license. It's a guy on the driver's license. <laughs> like Mario. It's not like a, you know, could be like a Lloyd could be a gal or a girl. Or a Lawrence could be Lawrence or a female. No, it's like Mario. Like, what? Uh, what's the, whose license is this, bro? <laughs> Oh, that's mine. Oh, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, okay, turn and face me. And I'm looking at the ID, looking at her, him. And I'm like, okay, I do drag. Okay. That explains a lot, actually. Okay. No problem. Go back, write the ticket. And here you go. Like, that, you know, it was funny at the time, but. It wasn't anything completely out of left field, but I'm like, who the fuck is Mario? <laughs> Why do you have this person's license? <laughs> we had, a, I don't know if I said this story before or not, but I'm going to say it again anyway. We had a guy we worked with one time working school bus crash. Gets there and a uh, school bus driver was there. And he was like, mm, damn, she, she looked good. She's an attractive woman. Mm, how you doing, girl? Mm. Yeah. Till he got the driver's license. 
and he found out Felicia was Frank. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Ooh. It's like, yeah, you're just because everybody else was just sitting around kind of laughing as he kind of like gave, wasn't like flirt flirting, but you could tell, you know, that thought she was good. He was good looking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're just, now I, I, you're just flirting. I with told this. <laughs> I told this story on my TikTok, but it's a funny story. Uh, I stopped a car back when I was a police chief. I'd stopped this lady like three or four times on the bike in the same area, doing the same dumb shit. She just had a lead foot and didn't care. And apparently she had deep pockets. And I pull her over for about the fourth or fifth time. As soon as I get off the bike, she's just yelling and screaming because she knows who I am. I know who she is. And she's just yelling and screaming that, you know, I'm a no good son of a bitch and, you know, cocksucker. And my family's a bunch of dirt bags and I'm a dirt bag and get her ID, get her insurance, go back to the bike, write out the ticket, go back. You can't be writing me all these tickets. I said, I'm going to write you many tickets until you figure out you need to slow down, you know? And so I'm a no good son of a bitch. You, you know, I give her the ticket. She, rips it up, throws it in the floorboard. Fuck me. Fuck the department. Fuck the world. You know, whatever. Okay, lady. Well, you know, try to be safe. Have a better day. I'm going to leave. I'm not going to sit here. I'm not, I'm, I'm leaving. I don't need this. I still on that Kawasaki KZ 1000. So I throw the ticket book and saddlebag, jump back on the bike, start it up and go to take off. Well, I got to do 180 degree turnaround to go back. You know, it's just a two lane state highway. It's not divided. You know, I'm scraping the boards on the old Kawasaki turn around and right in the middle of the road, the son of a bitch just dies. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> there you go, there the I am. Head banged off the ground, legs in the air, bike sliding off <laughs> side of the road. She, she was laughing so hard. She made sure to get out of her car to laugh and point and, you know, make a scene. And I'm trying to collect my thoughts get that bike stood back up and out of the road before I get run over. And yeah, she just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I meant to do that. I was just trying to put you in a better mood lady. Yeah. Yeah. I meant to do that. <laughs> I was just trying to lighten the mood here, lady. <laughs> she, the first thing out of her mouth was that's karma. Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> about three months later, I met her again. Karma again. Surprise. <laughs> uh, I, I put this one out. I told a few people this one, but I, I had a rookie with me. Well, he was a rookie to my department. And wow, was, that he was, on, was that uncomfortable, him sitting behind you on the bike? I mean, he holds your waist to your shoulder. <laughs> he was on shadow. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a cruiser. I was on the bike. If he stopped a car or went on a call, I would I was just, go there. I was and just, just checking just to make sure you <laughs> have him sitting on the tank facing you. <laughs> No, he, he, yeah, he had to ride in front. He wasn't riding behind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, but, uh, I'm, I told you I was big spoon today. Yeah, I'm the big spoon. You're the, <laughs> you're the cuddly. I'm the cuddler. <laughs> but uh, got this car stopped kind of on the top of a little crest of a hill. It's not a real big hill. It's a little, little mole hill. And he pulls up to check on me. And I'm like, I'm good. I'm getting ready to cut him loose. But the guy asked me about his window tent. And I've got a window tent meter here, so I'm, he just asked, so I'm just going to check it for him. So I've never seen one of those work. I've never even know they had them. I'm like, yep, 
you know, we have them here. I said, I don't use them a whole lot, but you know, we do have them. I have one. I just, I just use it when people piss me off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were, they were given to us on a grant, so we do have them. So I went up there, checked the guys, went to tent, showed the officer how to use it. You know, pretty simple, straightforward. And the guy, I'm, I don't even remember. I know I wasn't going to write him a ticket because he asked for me to check it. I'm 90% sure it was legal anyway, but well, I kept it on the, the low side of the bike because I don't use it very often. So, you know, it's on the, tr- the kickstand or the traffic side. So I'm over there and I just throw it back in the bag. And before I can get back over to the safety of the high side of the bike, here comes this little Ford Ranger pickup truck. They misses me by, I mean, like four or five inches at 50 mile an hour. I mean, sucked me around the suction off the truck grabbed my shirt and pulled me around like I, it was that close so i take off after him i'm i mean i am seeing blood red i'm so mad <clears throat> take off after that truck get behind him light him up and he, you ever been short stopped this i, I, talking about talk, I mean i'm too close to the vehicle well, I mean, I, I light him up, and he just stops in the middle of the road. Oh, God, I hate them <laughs> like, ones that you, you light them up when you're behind them, and they just lock their brakes up, and you're like, you hit you hit your brakes, and it's like, yeah, it's like, like I hope to God so, I'm not going to rear-end them. Yeah. yeah. Thank God there wasn't an oncoming car, because I was closing so fast on him, and as soon as I hit the lights, he just slammed on the brakes. I had to I had to go around him, or I'd have been in the back of the truck. So I had to zoom around past him, slam pointing him, pointing over to the curb as I go past him, get stopped, get turned around, pull back in behind. Of course, now I have no advantage at all, <laughs> but I'm really mad now. Like he thought I was mad before. Now I'm really mad. I jump off the bike. I haven't called the stop out. I haven't done nothing. I go straight to the driver's door, which I always go to the passenger side, but I was so mad. I went straight to the driver's door and he's covered in marijuana in his shirt. <laughs> now i'm just completely over the moon pissed off now yank him out of the car the, the ranger take him to the back throw him in cuffs set him on the ground by this time the officer's pulling up in the car i go around yank his girlfriend out of the pasture side flip her around cuff her set her on the ground Go back to my bike, get on the radio. You know, we're at a different location. I've got two detained. Get and search the car for dope or up here. We call it J8. Um, you know, the other officer will be running the parties for once and warrants and crap like that. I turn around. She's got her hand up. She got her right hand up. Like she wants to ask a question. Like she's sitting in school. Sir. And I'm like, Mr. Teacher I'm like, me. I'm like, what the fuck? I handcuffed you. How is your fucking hand up? <laughs> so I go running over there and I'm handcuffed still on the left hand, not on the right hand. So I'm God damn it. Fucking rip that cup, slam it back on her hand. What, what do you need? I just wanted to tell you the cuff came off. <laughs> oh, shut up. And I turn back to the other officer you going to run them? Yeah. Okay, great. I'm going to search the car. Turn back around, search the car. She got her fucking hand up again. I'm like, God damn it. So I go over there, stand her up. I'm like, God damn it. Quit slipping the fucking cuffs. Blah, 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 blah. I cannot make these cuffs any tighter without getting sued. So I go to cuff her again. And that's when I realized she doesn't have a thumb on her right hand. <laughs> <laughs> so she can just pull her goddamn wrist right out. Like, God damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> So I ended up handcuffing her good hand or fucking 
belt in her jeans and just don't do anything stupid with this other hand. Well, you know, she, up you her, know she wasn't going to run off and hitchhike with that hand. Yeah, she ain't got a thumb to throw. <laughs> <laughs> then up the whole deal was he was driving down the road 50 mile an hour trying to roll a joint, came over the hill, saw us, freaked out, and dropped the joint. And instead of just driving on by and giving me a little bit of room, he looked down to try to recover the joint from between his legs and about hit me. <laughs> Dumbass. So, I mean, he got a few tickets out of the deal, and I got a lesson in humility to, uh, you know, keep your anger in check and look at your surroundings and make sure people have thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? How is she missing a thumb? I mean, it's... Did she, did she lose it in a, a shop class or something? I don't know what the deal i didn't ask i was not in the mood to ask not at all i was not in any mood to talk to her him anybody oh i'm sure they were were good upstanding citizens that contributed to society have you ever pulled over like a donut truck or ice cream truck or anything like that no never never pulled over i tried to avoid the donut truck just so as a rookie as a rookie i pulled over the as a rookie, I pulled over the Krispy Kreme donut truck one night. <laughs> no, y'all can keep Krispy Krispy Kreme's nasty. Hey, they're they're good when they're hot. They're not worth a damn when they're cold. But they're good for yeah, like ten up, minutes. That's what, that you know. That's what my wife says, I'm like a Krispy Kreme donut. I'm only good for about ten minutes. So. <laughs> yeah. I pulled over the ice cream truck one time, but uh, that's because I wanted a bomb pop. Some of which drove past me like six times, running his route up on the highway. I kept waving at him, and he'd just drive on by. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it, it's 95 degrees out here. I want to fucking bomb pop. And he wouldn't stop, so I just pulled him over. What did I do? He didn't stop. <laughs> waving at you for 30 minutes. God damn. Uh, this, was, this was probably <laughs> freaking over 10, it's well over 10 years ago. I had a little stepson. Uh, we tried to catch the ice cream truck, and he come, went by the house. I'm like, it was off. I was like, Fuck! I, I said, "Come on, boy." We jumped in my unit and I pulled the ice cream truck over. He's like, "What did I do?" I said, "Nothing, but I need one of them cotton candy flavored popsicles." And what did you want? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> God damn it! I'm hot out here. <laughs> like you passed our house, damn it! I'm trying to buy ice cream, not to pull you over. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Though after that time, every time that ice cream truck was up the neighborhood, he knew if I was sitting out there, he knew just to stop. It's <laughs> like, oh. You need a bomb pop? Yes, I do. Here you go. Here's the money. <laughs> yeah. Pulled over, pulled over the ice cream man before, but it was, wasn't giving me a ticket. It was the, the so the man. ice man pulled over the ice cream man. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, yeah. that's exactly how it was. <laughs> they, I, I can't, that's the only place I could find them. I love, I'm a, love cotton candy, cotton candy flavored stuff and everything else. Like right now, you ever eat them cotton candy flavored grapes? No. <sighs> Dude, if you find them at the store up there, buy they're they're more expensive than regular grapes. If anybody's listening, y'all think I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. It says cotton candy on the grapes. These I've they never s- even heard of it, but now I'm going to be looking for it. They, they taste like cotton candy, and that's, really? that is no joke. And so what I do to them is I like to I'll take them all take them all off the stem and freeze them in the freezer, whatever, yeah, and eat them like that. Really? Yes, but they taste just like. Well, last time, uh, a couple weekends ago, we were up, we were out at Sam's, and they, the wife's like, 
Oh look, they got cotton candy grapes. She grabs two whole containers and put in there. And he like, like he bought like twenty dollars worth of twenty dollars worth of grapes. You hear me? Because they only come out. They, they're not year round. They're seasonal. And, and when you see them, you got to get them because people will buy them up because they taste like cotton candy, but it's fruit. It's not like them them apples, them grapples or whatever. I've never found it tastes like a fucking apple to me. Yeah. But these cotton candy grapes, I'm telling you, anybody listening out there. You get a chance. That's the, to, that's the ticket. That is the shit. It is <laughs> cotton candy flavored grapes. I don't know how they do it. I don't know if they got unicorns pissing on them when they're growing or what, <laughs> what they're doing, but it works. I don't know how they do it. They're delicious. Well, I could do without the unicorn piss, but the, the cotton candy sounds I, good. I'm just saying, I don't know how they make the grapes taste like cotton candy. I don't know what kind of, <laughs> what kind of magical device they're using, but. It tastes like cotton candy. I'm definitely going to have to check that out. You got to check it out. I know they got to have them up there in them old Yankee State somewhere. Uh, fuck, I would think. Well, yeah, you, they're going to pay. Like I said, uh, they're not outrageously higher than regular grapes, but they do cost them over there. Well worth it. If it's cotton candy, if I bring that home, if I bring anything cotton candy home, that's bonus points for me. Yeah, and, man, I'm and it's guaranteed to have candy. any. Because my spouse is all about cotton candy, anything, cotton uh, candy milk, cotton candy itself, cotton candy flavored anything, and it's done. Seal that deal is sealed. Well, you know, uh, I think it's Fago, the cheap soft drink people. Yeah, you know they make a cotton candy flavored soft drink. Yeah, and they're not it, really a soft drink drinker. I'm the only soft drink drinker well, in the house. Well, I'm just saying, I'm not a big carbonated drinker either. But that stuff right there, it's just like cotton candy. You take that. I don't, do y'all have bluebell ice cream up there? Oh, oh yeah. It's made up here. Okay. <laughs> well, you get the cotton candy flavored Fago or the white, the clear cream soda Fago. Yeah. With the vanilla bean ice cream and make a float, uh-huh. out, of it, make a float out of it. Huh. Oh, yeah. It's... Mm. <laughs> your, your your wife would love you more than she loves you now. Well, that's not saying much. <laughs> <laughs> she'd love you. She'd love you a long time. Oh, that's that's most great news. <laughs> that's such good news. So, yes. So if you if anybody out there get a chance, of course. To me, bluebell vanilla bean is the bomb of all bomb ice cream. So. My wife says I'm boring because it's vanilla, but it's not vanilla. It's vanilla bean with little black. Yeah, it's got bean in it. in it. Yes, it's got black <laughs> beans in it. So it's delicious. <laughs> I pulled over a guy the other day. And this dude, he's, I don't know if he's married or not. I, I would assume not or have any spouse, any kids or anything unless they were adopted. Uh if you looked up like a strange nerd guy in the dictionary, it would be him. You know, he's like, he was the nicest guy. I did, one of the nicest people I probably met in a long time on a traffic stop. Clint, his, his older model car was spotless, even on the inside. But I told him why he was speeding, and he said, he said oh, my goodness. I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, I'm like, yes, sir. He's like. I did not notice my speed arm was up there. What? I said, I said, 
I said, what? He said, yes, my, my speed arm. I, he was talking about his uh, his mile per hour gauge. <laughs> I guess the little arrow he wanted to wear. But he called it his, his speed. The, the needle or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the needle. He said, so I did not, <laughs> I apologize. I did not need, I did not realize my speed arm was up there. And I was like, Okay. Where, where, is there, I don't is, even know if I is, could write that ticket. Is, is there is there cameras somewhere? Is, then I come back and he's like, I I sincerely apologize for this uh, <laughs> this infraction. And uh, I said, well, just sign it with your finger right there. If you want to pay it and uh, look at option number three on it, you can call and talk to him. It's up to the DA's office. Like, Possibly keep it off your record. Blah 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 blah. Went through my spiel and he's like. Again, sir, it was nice meeting you, and again, I apologize. I will watch my speed from now on. This is the first ticket I have ever been issued in 52 years. I'm like, <laughs> okay. I walk back to my car. I'm like, I, I actually kind of felt bad for writing this dude a ticket. I mean, this dude made uh, make Pee Wee Herman look tough. So, <laughs> I, mean, just, I, I pulled over an 80-year-old woman one night. Like, I, I was afraid if I'd raise my voice, she'd just like fall to a pile of dust. Like she was that old, like, you know, she should be in the Smithsonian. She was so old. And I, you know, I didn't know what I stopped. It was middle of the night. And I, I walk up to her, realize it's some old bitty. So I'm like, oh, okay, kind of relaxed a little bit. You never know, but relax a little bit. And Hey ma'am, I stopped you because you're doing 82 and a, a 45. No, I wasn't. Okay. Yeah, well, I love, I love uh, those. <laughs> it took me like three miles to catch up to you. So you were the only car on the road. <laughs> I shot you with a laser. It took me three miles to catch up to you. You, you were doing that speed. Well, I, I demand to uh, have an argument with you. Well, you're, you, that's court. But you, you're going to have a court date. I can assure you of that. And she goes, well, I don't believe it. Oh, that's fine. You can come to court and we'll have a trial, but you will lose. It's It's done it's, and she proceeded to tell me that i was basically from nazi germany because i had my tall boots and breeches on so i was automatically uh, a german nazi soldier because i'm pretty sure she was in world war ii <laughs> and that i had no call stopping her like she turned into straight sovereign citizen on me <laughs> and you know, at this point, I'm just like, oh, now I got to know why you're driving so damn fast. Now I'm just curious. I mean, why were you, why were you driving so fast? Not that it's any of your fucking business, young man, but my cat is at home and he needs fed. Okay. <laughs> Old Sylvester the cat. Oh, all right. <laughs> Here's your ticket. She goes, well, young man, I'm not paying it. That's fine. You don't have to. We'll see you in court. I'm not coming to court. She goes, I dare you to come arrest me on a warrant. Because you don't think that'll be on the news? Eighty-two-year-old woman arrested for traffic tickets. <laughs> like, damn, God, this she, lady knows she, all the she, angles. She busted out damn. the age angle on you. Oh fuck! I was like, God, I think I've met my match. Damn. Talk about <laughs> Granny was a beast, huh? I mean, totally out of left field. Caught me off guard. Like, wow! I, if I'd had ten guesses of how she was going to act, I would never have guessed that. <laughs> You just made me think, reminded me of a story I totally forgot about. But that's what's good about me talking to the murder cop, because if you're a young rookie cop listening to this, do yourself a favor and get you notebooks and write your stories down. Because if you do this for as long as I have, 
you're gonna you're gonna like oh I'll never forget that. You'll have certain stories you'll never forget, but you'll forget more than you remember. Write them down. Oh for, yeah. For you can write a book or do a podcast, whatever. Write them down. But you saying that, umpteen years ago, we had a pursuit we got into on the interstate. Well, we didn't initiate it. My old supervisor did, and he had a, a pickup truck. And uh, he had a vehicle. He went to pull over. It passed him doing like. 90 passed him on the interstate so he he's fully marked truck now he takes off after this vehicle lights and sirens well he's calling you know he done pegged out the truck at like 110 it won't go no more and she's with well, the driver we didn't know who it was was pulling away from him <laughs> okay outrunning his ass anyway we got units and stuff to ball finally got her stopped like eight nine miles up the road because the parish I worked in, we had 21 miles of interstate in it. And uh, finally get this this person shut down. And she she's probably in her mid to late 70s. Oh, shit. And we're like, <laughs> like lady, you know, we, we, we coming out, you know, full on fucking felony stop, you know. Yeah, yeah shotgun day, yeah, get I mean, out of the car. <laughs> this old lady gets out the car and we're like, the fuck? So we get Granny out, and it's like you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to handcuff somebody's grandma. Yeah. And, and so you know, and this was you know this was over a decade ago, so it wasn't even like as bad as it would be nowadays, obviously. But we're like, we're like, what, where, in, what the hell are you doing? I'm late for my my hair appointment. Now I'm gonna miss it because of y'all. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> we're like we're like you 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 were doing like a hundred and twenty on the interstate. I told you I was running late for my hair appointment. Damn. <laughs> well, needless to say, she she got a she got several tickets. We didn't she was not arrested, of course. But her vehicle was towed. And, uh, oh shit. And then uh it was like one of them old grand marquees too. And uh in then uh, I think uh, we get a there's a form here in the state of Louisiana. Once uh, you, the police can fill it out and request that your driver's license be put up for evaluation. For oh yeah, we got like those that. too. That <laughs> well, that, yep. that was done. I'm pretty sure Harris was probably revoked. Yeah, but she she was over 120 because she was late to get her hair did. Like, <laughs> Damn, that Damn. hairdresser must. Have my- she must not have any vacancies in her schedule no, on the hairdresser. Well, Damn. I think she had just got a new shipment of uh, Aquanet in. The, the super yeah, hard, yeah. You know? yeah, it's super sticky when you yeah, first get it. Yeah. Super, yeah, it's way more, you know, flammable at the time. <laughs> So like, God damn. Yeah, that made that reminded me that that old lady. Almost please, funny. please tell me she was sporting the beehive. I believe she did have one of them old lady beehive <laughs> type. You know, it's like, but she don't don't fuck with Granny going to get her hair done. Yeah. You know? Well, this is this is a funny story about my grandma. That's it has nothing to do with motor cop or nothing. I mean, I was motor cop when it happened, but. My grandma was always independent, raised on a farm from the Depression era, you know. She was just she was, depressed because you were her grandson. Pretty much. <laughs> but uh, she, uh, this is back in uh, seven, eight years ago, she was getting ready to go to her hair appointment. <laughs> and she fell in her bathroom. I mean, she was late 80s. 
but she fell in her bathroom, hit her head, didn't think anything of it, and then went to go get dressed and then fell down again, you know, kind of on the bed, and she realized something probably wasn't right. And she lived in a retirement community. She lived independently in her own house, but it was in a community that had their own police, their own fire, their own EMS and paramedics and everything like that. And so she called the, the dispatcher up and was like, hey, you know, I fell down and bumped my head, but, you know, then I kind of fainted. Can you come pick me up and just, you know, take me to the clinic here and just have me checked out real quick? Okay, no problem. So they came, picked her up. They take her out to the clinic, and it's obvious, apparently, to the clinic people are like, uh, you got to bleed on the brain. Like, you got to go to the hospital, like, right now <laughs> before this gets out of control and you have a stroke or, you know, something terrible. Like you've really impacted your head and you've got in, you know, internal bleeding, bleeding on the brain. <laughs> and so she's like, okay. So she's in the back of the ambulance, be bopping down to the hospital about 10 miles away to a, one of the better hospitals in the area. She, she asked the paramedic, I need my cell phone. She's like, who are you calling? We've already, the, our dispatchers, part of your, you know, part of living here is they've already contacted your daughter. Who's my mom. If she's notified the rest of your family, everybody knows she goes, I guarantee you she hasn't notified my hairdresser. I'm not going to be there today. <laughs> yeah, don't, miss, don't miss. She's got a bleed. She's got a bleed on the brain in the back of an ambulance calling her hairdresser. I'm not going to be there today. <laughs> God damn, grandma. What are you doing? <laughs> don't mess but, with him with the hair. I'm telling you, she was. She her she took her hair appointments very seriously, so I can understand that old woman running from the cops doing 120. Like, I totally get it. Yeah, she just. Mm, but, I mean, what you gonna do? I mean, like I said, I'm not gonna arrest. Yeah, like <laughs> that was probably the last person you expected to do a felony car stop on. Oh God, <laughs> it's it's Mother Teresa right there. <laughs> I had did one, you all feel bad and lower your guns a little bit? Like, shit. Well, well I did a felony stop out on the interstate uh, in the past year and a half or so. Uh, I, now, I understand. We got the whole thing, you know, if this is a rural area. If somebody is not comfortable there, turn your flashers on, slow down. Let me know, hey. I yeah. was like, okay, they're just going to go to the exit. Maybe six, seven miles up the road, we're going to go to the exit. Yeah. Well, this person didn't do that. They continued on the speed that they were driving. So I'm about to start, you know, I'm calling dispatch saying, look, this is plate. Um, I don't know if they're trying to, get, they didn't take off, but they haven't slowed down. And, uh, yeah. But she pulls over at the exit, you know. I'm in my unit, this part, I'm always in my unit out on this interstate. Safer for me. And uh, I come out, gun out. You know, giving orders, put hands out the windows, you know, and, you know, all this stuff. Well, I kind of circled around a little bit because when the hands come out, I'm like, okay, these, these hands look way older. <laughs> <laughs> these these look like T-Rex hands. They're all dried up and extra so skin. Kinda, I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> I, I cut I cut the pie. I started cutting the pie enough. Well, I finally see it. It's this older lady in there. Probably, you know. She, she's in her late 60s. So I, I holster her up. I'm like, lady, what are you doing? Well, I just kind of think you're supposed to slow down. And her her son's a freaking state trooper. Oh, boy. So I said, call, call, call your son. 
to explain. He's like, Mama, I told you. To. I said, look. I said, I just want to let you know. I did have my gun out because he's like, oh, well, I don't blame you. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. I, <laughs> yeah. So here I am, you know. You know, we we had that one woman that called 911 on us uh, during the felony traffic stop. Uh, we were, <laughs> but they had, the, we were the driver and stuff is the one we were after. But she was she was probably in her fifties. But she called 911. We were like, uh, she's like, the cops are out here pointing guns at me. What should I do? She dispatches like uh, whatever they tell you to. Yeah, so, yeah. Don't make any like, sudden movements, yeah, stupid. <laughs> whatever they tell you to. Of course, she gets out and does the whole uh, uh, fake passed out thing. Because oh, I, I don't yeah. know if people know that you know when you really pass out. PSA people, when you really pass out, your knees lock, and you'll fall straight back or straight forward. Most of the time, it's straight back. Uh, yeah, you and you're going to crack your skull on the pavement. You don't you do fall it. to the side with your knees slightly bent and your hands going to catch you from the impact. When you really pass out, you're you're it's going to hurt. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, because you're not catching yourself because your body's subconsciously consciously you don't know you're falling down. No, you don't even know. I passed out one time. I was actually uh, laughing. Me and I forget what I, I played some practical joke on a wife or something, and I I was laughing so hard. I've never passed out in my life, really. But I was laughing so hard I passed out. And uh, <laughs> uh, that must have been funny joke. <laughs> I, I, I started laughing so hard I freaking made myself pass out. Well, the next thing now, now you got to figure I'm. Six foot and you know, I think I'm two eighty. Back then I was probably about two sixty, two seventy. Well, I wake up and well, well. Next thing I know is I didn't realize I had even passed out or anything happened. All I knew was that I was on the floor and my leg was underneath me in this weird ass position that it wasn't that I'm not flexible enough for my leg should not been in this position. And it yeah. was extremely painful, and I'm hollering at her, "Get me up! What the hell? What?" The? She tried to catch me, you know, so I wouldn't hit my oh, head God. on anything. And she just said, "I just lowered you the best I could." My leg was like bent up underneath me somehow, which I'm not flexible. So we finally, I get up, and she's like, "She's like, you passed out." I'm like, "No, I didn't." She's like, "How do you, you, you think you're on the floor?" I said, "I have no idea." So I'm like, "But I had no. I mean, I was standing up. Next thing I knew, I was." like on the floor in pain because my leg was underneath me the wrong way. Uh, it's the only time I've ever passed out. But I was like, if if dying is anything like that, I'm not too much worried about it because I was there one minute and next minute, I mean, there was just nothing. It's like, <laughs> I, I didn't even realize it. So as long as it's not a painful one, I'm like, it's like I was just, I went out. So, yeah. Yeah. PSA people. If you're gonna fake it, do it right. Yeah, <laughs> go yeah. forward or backward. Yeah. Don't go to the side and catch yourself. <laughs> no, no. Because if you do it next to me at a funeral, because I think I might have talked about this before too, but I don't know. Sometimes you're gonna get double story. But we parked in the wrong place, and they came out, and we happened to be in the middle of this funeral. You know, they had people with very large fancy hats on at this funeral. You know, somebody was standing next to me, a very large woman, was hollering about her uh, her her aunt uh, that had passed away. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. My auntie done died. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. And uh, next thing I know, she was like, she, she passes out, supposedly. Yep. <laughs> well, I happened to be standing next to her. Well, when she went to 
fake pass out. Which way did she fall? Gone to you. Like, well, she fell in my direction, and I seen it coming. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, in defensive tactics and all that stuff, they said you always sidestep to get out the way of the train, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I sidestepped. She hit the ground. Oh, God. <laughs> and I looked. At a funeral, right? Oh, yeah, I sidestepped <laughs> and out the way, and, and she hit the ground. And uh, I, I looked at the people standing. I said, y'all, y'all might want to pick her up. <laughs> She fell. You might get some help for yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might want to One other guy looked at me. The supervisor looked at me and said, uh, "You just moved out. I was watching. You just stepped out way and let that that woman hit the ground." I said, "I, I weighed about. I was way better shaped than I was. Probably weighing about two sixty, two fifty. I was in the gym a lot more younger days." I said, uh, "She probably had me by about seventy five or eighty pounds." Okay. And, yeah, do you want to work comp claim she, here? Or what? She was only about five five. Okay, she had to be a good three fifty plus on a hoof, you know. And uh, <laughs> and I was like, dude, I was like, I would have hurt myself. I said, my, I'd have dropped the nut with a hernia. You do try to catch that big old ass woman. I said, she faking yeah. anyway. He said, he said it was so funny because we seen her going, we seen her look, and you just. Stepped out the way and just watched her hit the ground. It's like and Godzilla fell to the earth. Yes, yes. She hit the dirt, and I looked at them people, and I was like, "I might want to pick her up." Dress getting dirty. So, uh, don't ever try to fake pass out or an ice man because he will let you hit the dirt. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm not trying to catch you. My favorite thing to do is when they catch Jailitis and faint or pass out. Oh yeah, it, do as, the, asthma attack do the, or something like do, that. Do the sternum rub with the index finger, nickel or knuckle, mm-hmm. right oh, as yeah. hard as you can. And oh my God, oh good, you're yeah. alive again. Trying to go back to jail. You're, you're awake now. Yeah, yeah I've oh, hit perfect. People, I've hit people with the sternum rub. And if <laughs> any of y'all out there have never had a sternum rub, have your spouse or significant other or your friend or whatever just make a fist and take those knuckles. Right on the top, and put them right in the middle of your chest, and rub them back and forth really fast and really hard, putting pressure down. It's a great feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> put it this way: you're not gonna you're not gonna fake yourself through that. No. If you do, you deserve the treatment. <laughs> yeah, if you're faking, you're gonna come up quick. Yeah, we, you're gonna be like, oh my god. Yeah, and if you're not faking, it may wake you up because <laughs> yeah. it's that painful. Cause I, I hit somebody with sternum rub not too long ago, and I it's like, yeah, they're not faking. Somebody better get some Narcan over here. Man. Yeah, that son of a bitch is DRT right there. Yeah, you know, this dude, this dude, he, then they hit him with the Narcan, and they pissed off because you fucked their high up, even though they were dead or about to be dead. Yeah, we worked one of those one night. We got dispatched to a non-breather. Me and my buddy. <laughs> Every time something dumb happens, he and I are directly involved. But uh, we go to this trailer. Guy's not breathing. Like, he's dead. And you, you can see all the paraphernalia for heroin and shit on the table right next to him. I'm like, yeah, we know what happened here. Grab the Narcan real quick. Give him a shot. And he kind of comes around and then right back to not breathing. Deader than the motherfucker again. <laughs> Hit him again. So give him another shot this son of a bitch it was like lightning hit him that son of a bitch jumped up off the floor within about 30 seconds he was dead and up and arguing with us <laughs> telling us how much motherfuckers we were and why are we in his house <laughs> yeah. 
Tell your friends to stop calling us. Funny story about my buddy, though. <laughs> so we're not allowed to get tacos anymore. If he and I are ever working together, tacos are off the table. Not even on Tuesdays? Never, ever, never. So the first time we went to go get tacos, he's canine officer. He'd just become a canine officer. He's still driving a Crown Vic with a canine cage in the back. They hadn't bought him his fancy Tahoe yet. It goes to one of those Midwest gilly washer rains where it rains about three inches in about 30 minutes. Water everywhere. We're like, perfect time to go get tacos. <laughs> so we're bebopping down the road. We got to go through a little interstate off-ramp and on-ramp kind of interchange thing, but it sets in a valley. This son of a bitch drives into water that's standing two and a half foot deep of that Crown Vic. We oh. get right out in the middle of the lake and the car is dead. <laughs> Looks like a submarine <laughs> <laughs> he opens the door water's coming in the crown Vic. <laughs> he goes you gonna get out fuck you i'm going down with the ship <laughs> i'm not getting out fuck you <laughs> i am dry right here i am not getting out in that i mean it'd be up to my knees and this poor dog in the back <laughs> barking so we didn't get tacos that night because of that we went to go get tacos another night and we pull into park. He throws the thing in park. I was riding passenger. He throws the car in park, lets his foot off the brake, and the car just starts rolling. <laughs> the, the transmission shift linkage had fallen off the shifter. We were driving up there. So we had to set the emergency brake, get tacos, and ride the tow truck with the car back to the city so we could get the damn linkage hooked back up. One night, we went to go get tacos. And... Um, we ended up getting, uh, I ended up stopping a car on the way to get tacos. Once again, Jared cannot not stop a car, you know, and it leads to problems. So I ended up arresting that person, towing their car. So I went to go get tacos a second time, ended up on a disturbance, arrested that person. Well, now tacos is closed. The only thing opens Buffalo Wild Wings. So I get on the app, order our shit for Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm in a unit driving up this road, the neighboring agency the south of us gets in a pursuit coming northbound on the same road that i'm on about three miles directly behind me i'm like well son of a bitch pull over i'm like uh buffalo wild wings closes in 30 minutes and i've already (laughs) paid for this on my phone (laughs) i really don't want to get involved in this pursuit but i can't let a pursuit go by and not do anything so i'm like okay so I'm not going to turn on my lights. I'm going to act like I'm broke down. Just kind of be in the middle of the road. I'm going to have my flashlight on. Just hope that they fall for it. It's a broke down vehicle. So here comes this car. They're only they're kind of like your chase. They're only doing about 55 or 60. It's kind of like the OJ chase. They're not speeding <laughs> up, trying to get away, but they ain't stopping. So I just jump out in the middle of the road, flashing my flashlight. Like I'm broke down. Hey, I need some help. They stop. Ah, surprise. <laughs> surprise. Bitch, here's a, a gun in your face with a guy with a badge. <laughs> Yank that son of a bitch out of the car, get him in cuffs. The other officer runs up. Where in the fuck did you come from? Don't worry about it. You good here? I got some place I got to be. <laughs> Jump back in my unit. Now, the guy's still cuffed with my cuffs. Jump back in my unit, haul ass up to Buffalo Wild Wings, grab my shit, throw it in the car, and go back to where this pursuit ended, <laughs> swap cuffs, and then go to the station and eat the fucking dinner with my buddy. <laughs> oh, I am not getting involved in that. No. <laughs> so yeah we don't go get tacos anymore it's a terrible idea 
Well, you heard Taco Bell's come back, come out here with the Mexican pizza, right? I yeah, the, the Taco Bell around here's already got signs up, sold out. It's ridiculous. I saw somebody. Mike. The box had got one. He posted a picture of it on his Facebook. And I was looking. I was like, dude, that looked like shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, first, first of all, it's Taco Bell, and second of all, that no, that's looks not a, like that's not authentic Mexican. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, not not at all. I mean, it looks like a, a cross between a red Baron frozen pizza and a bunch of Doritos that got run over by a school bus, and they put it in a box <laughs> and nuked it in the microwave. But here you go. <laughs> yeah, I remember back when I was in high school, they used to have Mexican pizzas, but they used to have. Like the green onions on top of them and all. I mean, yep. they were way better. Let me get them down. It's like was that the uh, the six or eight sided Mexican pizza? No, it was just it was the two. It was just uh, it was the same. You know, two hard shells and they had the beans and the meat and the cheese. But it had they put they put like they would have uh, onions and chunks of tomato like rotel and stuff. It was a whole lot. Now it looks like I don't know. The cat threw up in the box, and they just you you, you bought yeah. it. Yeah, here you go. It's oh, like, thanks. Yeah, well, like, that yeah, looks tasty. Like, I think somebody <laughs> ate it already. Yeah, I, that's I've got it. There's well, he used to be a motor trooper for the state here. Now he works on the riverboat for the highway. Our highway patrols in charge of the riverboats. So there's a whole division of the highway patrol. It's called gaming, and there's yeah, well, we, we have we have state police that uh, have gaming. Yeah, so there's so he transferred out of motors to go to gaming, oh, poor, but he is fella. like <clears throat> like McDonald's comes out with that McRib. Oh, Holstera loves the McPossum. This this son of a bitch holds like the record in Missouri for how many McRibs he could eat in one sitting. Like McDonald's bought him a custom shirt of like the Missouri McRib champion. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> like I wouldn't be wearing that in public. Well, <laughs> Holstera will like, like I remember one time we were on the phone, he came home, he had like four or five of the McRibs and his kids were like, Oh, we got us. And he's like, go get your own shit. These are all for me. It's like, <laughs> Like Jesus, dude, you're gonna eat six fucking McRibs. I'm like, he's like, yes. It's like I told him, I said, you know why they only come out like once a year, right? I said it's because they made out of possum meat, and they get them all. Yeah. Like, that's why I call it the McPossum. I actually yeah. had some civilian dude walked up on me. He and somebody else in a conversation. He said, "Oh, I love them McRibs." I said, "Dude, don't." He's like, "What?" I never, I don't know who this was. I'd never seen him in my life. And uh, this was just this past Mardi Gras, so and I said, uh, don't do not do it. He's like, what? And I was like, yeah, I said, they make those out of possum meat. They, it's, it's a, you know, that's just shit. He's like, he's like, really? I'm like, yeah. It's like, I call it the McPossum. I think it only comes out once a year. It takes them a while to get all that possum meat together and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, the this road crew's got to go scrape up more possum. <laughs> this other guy that happened to be standing there that I have no idea who he was. Or anything else. The civilian guy said, he looks at the guy and he said, he's telling the truth. I wouldn't eat that shit. And the guy's like, <laughs> this guy's like, fuck. Like, I you're right. I ain't eat. That's just nasty and stuff like that. And the dude walks off. And me and that other guy just kind of looked at each other and had a moment and went about our business. But yeah, we convinced this, this civilian guy that basically he was eating a McPossum. And, and like I said, this other guy, he just went right along with it. Don't know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> it's just great. Yeah. I'm going to get sued by McDonald's. 
it's, I, it's, I, 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 why? I, I don't know why the McRib is so popular. I had one once and could barely choke half of it down. I'm like, never again am I doing that. I think this. the last time I ate a McRib was probably around, I don't know, in the 80s. <laughs> Were they out then, 80s or early 80s? <laughs> Or I don't know. Like I was a I was a kid back and it, then. It kind of it kind of disgusted me. You know, it was just, I was working at a McDonald's back then, so it was in the eighty, and it was when they would come out, and it was just like they had this like big giant like crock pot with these McRibs just like sautéing in this barbecue sauce. And you have to use the 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 tongs and reach there and grab them. I'm like this just. Don't even look right here. Yeah, just doesn't even no, look appetizing. I mean, this was this was so far back. They still had fried apple pies and cherry pies back then. Okay? Oh yeah, yeah when, yeah. when they were you know unhealthy and delicious, and this was also when I think McDonald's still used real meat. So, yeah, back when they had the uh, the box cookies, like the yes the the vanilla wafer type cookies in the shape of like Big Bird and Grimace and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those cookies were the shit, by the way. Those were amazing cookies. Well, them fried apple pies were, too. Now, Popeye's has, I'm not a big fan of Popeye's, but Popeye's has a, a apple pie with cinnamon on it. That yeah. Is, that is fucking awesome. Popeye's has some of the best chicken strips around. No. The Cajun chicken strips, oh, my God. Y'all don't, mm. y'all don't have canes, do you? Uh, yeah, we do. There's a couple of them around. Well, go get canes. They're way better than Popeye's. Really? Yeah. Popeye's just like eating crust. Raising Cane's actually has chicken meat in the chicken. Oh, they actually have chicken in the, the chicken? That's yeah, nice. yeah, it's just not <laughs> crust. Popeye's. It's not just fried no, breading? It's not fried <laughs> crust with like the hint of chicken in it. <laughs> with a with a chicken flavor packet sprinkled on yeah, top just, of it. <laughs> just, just, it, it. It's all of the flavoring packets people used uh, did not use when they were making uh, ramen noodles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they recycle. They're kind of like candy corn. They only made it once. They just recycle everybody's. They throw it away and resell it the next year. Yeah. <laughs> I think I cooked some eggs one morning. And Bam's like, what's that red stuff on it? She's scared of my eggs. She said, I don't cook my eggs all the way. Because uh, if the whites got any run to it whatsoever, she's not going to touch it. I'm like, she, I'm like, she says, why is it red? I said, it's a seasoning. What seasoning did you put on it? I said, uh, chicken seasoning. She said, what? <laughs> I said, it's a fucking egg. It's a chicken, ain't it? It's just an unborn ch- it's a chicken embryo. I figured I could use chicken seasoning on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck. It's a, ch- it's a chicken. It's just in an earlier stage. Yeah. Chicken. It hasn't gone cluck cluck yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know if you've ever, like, bought farm fresh eggs and uh, cracked one open and had blood in it because it was uh, oh, yeah. fertilized. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to eat around that that blood. Yeah, my my grandparents, my the first twelve thirteen years I was around, they still lived and farmed till they retired. So yeah, farm fresh eggs were a thing. And I'll go to this garden grown green beans. Oh, I best love, green I beans love, you'll ever eat in I, the world. I love <laughs> fresh night beans. I, I'll just I actually got some at the house since we've been dieting. I'll sit there and eat them raw green, raw, eat them raw, green beans raw like a snack. Yeah, they are so good. Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll eat green beans raw like a snack. Sweet corn out of the garden, tomatoes right off the vine, and snap green beans. Not oh. a tomato fan, but corn, mm. 
I ate two ears of corn last night. Uh, so you don't like tomatoes. So let me guess, though. You love ketchup. No. Now, my mom used to call call me a purist or whatever. <clears throat> if I fix myself up, like, say, let's say we're cooking out at the house and barbecuing and grilling or whatever, and I make a hamburger for myself at the house, it's got bread, meat, and cheese on it. That's it. Yeah. Now, I might throw some onions on there, like onions. Now, you know, back in the day, you know, as a little kid, I'd, my parents would have to order me a plain hamburger. Now, let's say I did go to McDonald's, which is far and in between, and let's say I got a quarter pounder. The only thing, I'm not going to order it special. I will open it up and take the pickles off of it, but I'll eat the ketchup and stuff on it. But if I have French fries and don't have barbecue sauce, I don't use ketchup. I'm just, and for some reason, uh, I can't eat like salsa and stuff like that. I can't, yeah. I can't eat a lot of tomato stuff because it, it gives me, uh, the, I guess it's the acid in the tomatoes or something. Oh, you got like acid reflux or no, something? No, no, I'll get ulcers on the inside of my, inside of my lips, like on my gum. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So like I could eat tomatoes on ice cream. I, tomato is like a major food group. That's just, but thought if you nasty. dare if you dare put ketchup on anything that I'm going to eat, trash. I will not touch it. What? Think that what a tomato is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but That's I'll eat like hot people. sauce by the I'll eat hot sauce by the gallon, chips and sauce all day long. You put ketchup on my burger, that burger's going in the trash. I'm not touching it. That's it's just like contaminated uh, with ketchup. <laughs> people that'll eat Vienna sausages. They're like, oh I love Vienna sausages. I'm like, well, you want some of this potted meat right here? Oh, I ain't eating that. I ain't eating that shit. It looks like dog food. I said, what the fuck do you think of Vienna sausages? It's the same exact thing with Viagra. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just a, the sausage version of potted meat is all it is. It's the same shit. Yeah. But, I love potted meat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just screwy enough that I'll eat tomatoes on anything, but don't you dare even think about bringing ketchup around me because it's nope, gone, get it out of here, it's trash. Uh, I got, I got a friend of mine. We actually bought him one. Of, I bought him one of them t-shirts with diamonds. Says, I put ketchup on my ketchup. <laughs> we, we, we were at a, a Chinese place one time that had sushi. Also, he comes back and, and this dude like put ketchup on his sushi. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? This dude, this dude put ketchup on fucking everything. I said, you can't. He put ketchup on, like I said, fucking lo mein there. I'm like, stop. I can't even <laughs> eat. You just put ketchup on fucking uh, a crunchy roll. What, what kind of it, fuck? That's gross. Yeah, what kind of serial killer are you? Anyway? God, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what the fuck? I mean, do, do you put ketchup in your coffee instead of creamer or something? I mean... <laughs> But he puts ketchup on everything. It's like, God, stop doing this. It's so nasty. But yeah, he put ketchup on his sushi. Who, who does that? Well, yeah, that guy and I would like, not get that guy and I would not get along at all. <laughs> yeah, he put ketchup on his ketchup. <laughs> Oof. Oof. We actually had, uh, and I'm not making fun of this person, Miss Miss PC Warriors out there, or whatever. Uh, this guy, he was a. Uh, He's special. He's special needs. Okay, he's retarded. Let's just say he's retarded. Uh, yeah. Wasn't Down syndrome. I, I don't know what kind of retardation he had, but I mean, but he was actually related to one of our other motor people. Well, he came up to us at a funeral one time. We we're all sitting around waiting on a funeral, and uh, 
He said they just got back. I don't remember some for some restaurant or something like that. And he's like, he's like, I need Sessa. We're like, what? <laughs> and he's like, I need Sessa, Sessa, Sessa. We're like, so we're actually, I, I like, I like, I was standing up. I turned around and walked away because I didn't want to. Because it was hilarious the way he was saying it and stuff, and I didn't want to laugh. Yeah. I didn't want to see this this guy that was slow or whatever see me laughing at him because it was hilarious. But that's actually <laughs> what we uh, nicknamed him after that. His nickname was actually Sessup. Because so, <laughs> we would see him here and there. We're like, what's up, Sessup? <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's what he, but he loved his Sessup on everything else. But, but it's like Sessup. Yeah, yeah, it's like. Like yeah, it's like I can't laugh in this dude's face. I mean, he can't help it. But sometimes people with special needs will do very, very funny things to make you. Oh, they're hilarious, and they don't I, even know they're being hilarious. I'm not. I'm not like, it, making, it was, we like we wouldn't be mean to them. It's just we couldn't help it. Yeah, I mean, what's so genuine about it being hilarious is they they are not trying to be hilarious. They don't know they're being hilarious. It's just it's hilarious. It's just it's just, it's. Pure comedy, and I don't mean that in a negative way. Like they just say and pronounce things in a way, like you said, just like "Oh my God, I gotta walk over here now." Oh yeah, it's. Mm. <laughs> I gotta go over here before I look like a fucking dick, but yeah. I gotta go over here and do something. <laughs> uh, while we're talking, while we're saying it, I did uh, probably one of the biggest dick moves I have done in a long, long time last week. Uh oh. Yeah. So I'm uh I'm doing sixty eight and sixty. Yeah. I'm in the left lane. Cars are starting to stack up behind me, but I'm going eight over the speed limit, which is to me plenty fast enough and you know. Yeah. But it obviously it wasn't fast enough for this one individual who decided he won he passed me. <laughs> it's like hold on. I'm like, hold on, that happens. Like, hold on, <laughs> I'm going eight over. We just, and I know for a fact, we just passed sign a half mile back. So there's no excuse. Two signs, actually. And, uh, but he passed me. So I pulled him over. Walked up. So how you doing? Oh, I'm all right. I said, why would you pass me? I mean, did you just... Wanted a ticket for me, or like, <laughs> and he's like, "Well, no." I said, well, "Why would you pass me?" Well, uh, 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 spit it out. Why? Why would you pass me? Oh, uh, what? Uh, give me a driver's license. <laughs> Come back. I said, "I wrote you for doing seventy and a sixty, which is only ten over." Yeah, which I usually don't do, but don't fucking pass me. This motherfucker's yeah. like, this motherfucker's like, I was only doing sixty nine. I said, well, you know what? Why don't you come to the court and tell the judge that, okay? Yeah, I'm sure he'll love to hear that. <laughs> you stupid motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, but I, I rode him a 10 over ticket. I mean, he deserved it. I mean, he he wanted he wanted to meet the Iceman. <laughs> well, I mean, that it's pisses, funny you say that. It, it but... pisses me off. Don't pay. If I'm, <clears throat> now, if I'm doing the speed limit, or especially if I'm doing over the speed limit, it's for the General Motors to for they because everybody speeds so yeah i'm doing that for for the motorist and then you're gonna pass me 
It's like, yeah. no, do you, you wanted to. So at this point, all them other people are looking. It's like, oh, he passed him. He didn't do nothing. So I'm going to pass. No, it's not going to happen. Yeah. As yeah. soon as you pass I'm the pay, him. I'm the, I'm the pace car out here, motherfucker. Stay behind. Yeah. We're going to go a little faster than we should be, but as long as nobody passes me, everything's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, it's funny you say that because, um, like I said, up on the interstate where I like to hang out, it's five lanes southbound, four lanes northbound. And the speed limit's 55. And you've seen my bike. It's black and white. It's got police plastered down both sides of it. And there's a guy with a white half-shell helmet and a blue uniform shirt with patches and a radio mic cord going up over his back. It looks like a cop. It smells like a cop. God damn it, that's a fucking cop on a motorcycle. And people go by me at 70, 75 mile an hour. I'm right there in plain view in fucking traffic. It blows by me like I'm not even there. Then I pull them over and I go, why'd you stop me? Well, stupid. Uh, <laughs> you blew my doors on. Like, what the, what's, you don't pay attention to what's around you? Oh, why I stopped you? Because I wanted the yeah. paint back from my motorcycle that you sucked off. Can I have yeah. that back, Blake? <laughs> I had, I pulled a lady over. Now, it was dark, but I mean, you can still tell it's a cop bike. I don't know how your bikes are set up, but my bikes have the little blue marker lights on the back. Yeah, ours, ours does. Around the license plate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only bikes on the road that have those, FYI people, the only bike, the only bikes on the road that have blue identification lights on the back that aren't emergency flashing lights are and, police bikes. And reflective number stickers, too. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and reflective numbers and a three-digit, like mine has 536 on the plate. Like, that's a police bike. This son of a bitch passes me on an on-ramp. So they were behind me at the light. We're going down the ramp. They pass me. And as soon as they get past me, I can smell fucking dope. <laughs> well, okay. You want to, first of all, you're speeding. And they're pulling away from me on the interstate. So I catch back up to them. I'm same, same lane in them on my radar. I pull them over. Why'd you stop me? Well, well, first of all, uh, you're speeding. Second of all, there's dope in the car. No, there's not. Really, I can smell it. Uh, I've been smelling it ever since you passed me. I can see the smoke coming out of the window when I was behind you. Well, there's no dope in the car. Fine. Play it your way. <laughs> Guess what? They got arrested and their shit got towed because there was dope in the car and they were speeding. Yeah, it's like, like, come on, stupid. Uh, you know, if you didn't want to get stopped and arrested, uh, don't pass me. <laughs> I'm here in a uniform right here. All you have to do is stay behind me. Yeah. I wouldn't have smelled your weed and you wouldn't have got stopped for the speed. Or are you going <laughs> to pass me? Yeah. And I look at you. I'm like, all right, speed down. Look, it's like, oh, look, that plate's have been expired for a year now. <laughs> yeah. I stopped a guy last night for 81 and his plates expired two years ago. I'm like, uh, what's up with your plate? Well, you know, I just haven't had time to get to the DMV. God damn, you are a busy son of a bitch. <laughs> Two like years the, you ain't got to the DMV. <laughs> or when you pull over, well, I was I was actually on my way to go do that. R- really, really. Uh, uh, <laughs> on a Sunday just, morning, just, really. Yeah, today, today <laughs> at this exact time was the day that you decided you. Yeah. yeah. I've pulled like in Missouri to register your vehicle. You have to have. Um, Copy of your insurance. You have to have your paid property tax receipt for the year or two years prior. Um, if your vehicle is over 200,000 miles or over 10 years old, you have to have a vehicle safety inspection and the form to get your shit renewed. 
And people say that shit all the time. Oh, I'm on my way to DMV right now. Really? Let me see that uh, paid tax receipt. Well, I ain't got it. Well, then you ain't going to the DMV because you know you got to have that. All right, we're, we're where's going. your where's your where's your inspection form? Oh, I ain't got one. You ain't going to the DMV. <laughs> Liar! Here's your ticket. <laughs> yeah, people like, people come up with the stupidest shit. Like we ain't never heard it before. Now I did pull a lady over and she's like, I just came from the DMV and I didn't have all my shit. Yeah. Okay. She's like, here's my, uh, the card they gave me that said I can skip the line and I get back. I'm like, well, okay, you're right. You did get kicked out of the DMV. Actually, <laughs> get on with your, get, go on and get your shit, get back up there. <laughs> told the truth. I'm like, so I write me the ticket because of that. Get on out of here. <laughs> I pulled over this guy the other day doing like 82 and 60. Uh, he was of a an Asian descent. Not sure which, you know, if it was. I, I'm thinking he was Vietnamese, but I'm, I mean, he could been. I don't know. He was of Asian descent. You know, pretty sure he works in the fish market somewhere. So he's the one that makes the sushi that your buddy puts ketchup. No, nah, no, he wasn't making the sushi. I think he was cleaning it so it becomes she when i say a fish market ah because, gotcha gotcha <laughs> because he's he smelled like a really bad whorehouse when i it was like uh, <laughs> it's like it's like god i was like i don't know he probably couldn't smell himself or whatever but oh when he rolled that window down it was so i'd rather got it was so bad it was like, <laughs> you know what sir roll the window back up it, it, it was bad it was bad i mean I mean, answer me this. I mean, I think me and Hope stare at me before. I cannot recall. It might have happened, but I cannot recall in my 27 years of doing this, of ever uh, pulling over and having a rude Asian person. I don't. Um, I, I have. I don't know if I've, I've had ever a had couple. One. I've had a couple, but they were. That's a very niche age group they're all males and they're between 18 and 25 and they've got the shopping cart spoilers all right that's the americanized ones and they're in their little wannabe rice rocket race cars little rattle trap and if you know little, yeah the little mouse traps with the pissed off bumblebee exhaust pipe and the shopping cart spoiler and if they're asian between 18 and 25 and a male you're gonna get nothing but fucking attitude from them <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Anybody else? You're right. I've always had super nice ones. They don't, you know, they're like, "What? Well, fuck!" I worked a car into a building. I was trying to get dinner one night. That was where I fucked up. Got dispatched to a car into a building at the Chinese restaurant. I show up. Sure as shit, there is a station wagon in the restaurant, <laughs> like in the building still. I go in. And not eight feet away from the hood of that fucking car with steam coming out of the radiator is the owner and his wife sitting down at a table eating their fucking dinner. And there's a car eight foot away from steaming and fucking buildings full of smoke and dust. And they're just eating their dinner. Not even excited. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Did you guys just install this drive through or what? <laughs> oh, you just speak English. And their son is like, yeah, they were scared a little bit, but they were hungry, so they just went ahead and ate. Doc, Damn. That octopus gets tough if you let it sit there too long. Not a big fan of did I tell you? Did I tell you about the guy didn't want to stop for his brakes? Didn't want to stop for his brakes? Yeah. This just happened like a week or two ago. 
it's, I don't know, nine, 10 o'clock at night. Like I said, I primarily work nights, but I'm sitting at a three-way intersection. I got the red light, eastbound, westbound traffic got the green light. I pull up, I'm sitting at the red light. I can hear this truck coming. He's got big tires on his truck. I can hear it coming. The light turns yellow for him. So I know, you know, he's got to be ready to stop. And I'm getting ready to go through the intersection because I'm going to make a left turn. He's coming from my left. Well, the tires aren't slowing down. <laughs> so now I can see him coming. The light turns red. I have a green light. Normally, I would be going at this point. This little bitch comes through there at 45 mile an hour and never even touched the brakes. Never brake lights ever even came on on that truck. And, I mean, I've had the green light for like two seconds. So I pull him by and pull him over. Go, uh, yo, bro, what are you doing? What do you mean? You didn't even attempt to stop back there at that light. Like, I, I watched and your brake lights never even came on. Well, I just figured I didn't want to put that much wear and tear and pressure on my brakes to stop for that light. <laughs> okay, bud. <laughs> just, save, just saving my brake pads there. <laughs> yeah, saving your brakes. I get it. I totally get it. Thanks for saying that into my camera. I'm going to add a little ticket note here that you didn't want to upset your brake pads. And you can, um, the money you saved on those brake pads, you can pay for this ticket. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, people come up with the best um, just well, they got them, you know, they got them YouTube lawyers out there so, telling people what to do and not to do. Y'all go ahead y'all go ahead and listen to the YouTube lawyers. Just like everybody I love pulling people over that's got uh radar detectors. Oh yeah. Especially when I hit them with the laser. It's, it's like, yeah. But I'm like I'm like exactly. I'm like, did it go off? So like, yeah, it went off. I said that's exactly when I hit you. Too late. Exactly. It's just letting you know you're about to get pulled over. That's all. Yeah. It's just a warning device saying, hey, motherfucker, you're about to get a ticket. So yeah. if you want to go out and spend three, four $400 on some fucking things, it's going to let you know you're about to get a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> right ahead. But I like. Yeah, I, if, I pull, if I pull you over and you have a radar detector in your car, guaranteed you're getting a oh, ticket yeah. and I'm not cutting you any brakes nope, at all not. because you bought that with the sole purpose to speed and break the law. You're a speeder, yeah. And I yeah, like it when they say, you know, like, well, I never speed. Why do you have that? Because it just yeah, If you never speed, then there's no point in owning that $200 radar detector. Yeah. So shut up. <laughs> they're, they're just useless machines. <laughs> do, uh, do you have the app Waze? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like playing with it when I'm out there. Yeah, me too. People uh, go, oh, there's cops here. Oh, yep. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's no, gone. Not no more. <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> I, actually, I actually used it one time. I was a. Uh, I said, repeating the story, people just stand by. Uh, working, uh, we had the interstate shut down, so I'm working the entrance ramp. And uh, you know, people, everybody wants to stop. Well, I can't go that way, or, or what happened? It's like, uh, yeah, I, the, I live right I, down there. I, I, yeah, it's like we we have you know four barricades out here in a cop car, and uh, yeah, it's it's closed. But I got tired. I got tired of answering questions after a couple hours into this. Because then somebody's like, well, Waze, this one car came by a second time. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, Waze keeps telling me. I was like, okay, this is how you go. I don't care what the app says. This is where you have to go. Yeah. Because it was basically making them drive around in a big circle. I got on the Waze app and uh, put in there. It's like, yes, the road is closed. No, you may not go by here. Uh, go up to the second red light. It's a nice drive. Take a right. Follow that road down. It will get you around the traffic. Thank you. Yeah. 
And I said, thank you from the cop that's tired of answering your question. (laughs) (laughs) I actually got a response to one of them. Somebody somebody got on there and said, thank you. (laughs) I was helping state with a fatals several years ago. And they just asked me to come over out in the county. He's unincorporated part of the county. As if I just come out here and block traffic and divert them down this gravel road. I'm like, that's fine. And, you know, I didn't, I mean, I live in the area, but I don't know every gravel road. I know where the fatal's at. I know the main road is just on the other side of the fatal. So first thing I do, pull up my phone and realize if I run them down this gravel road at the first right, the very first street to the, the right, which is another gravel road, if they take it and go one mile, it puts them back on the other side of the wreck on the main highway. I'm like, okay, well, I, I, how, how do I get around here? I'm like, well, well, you know, you go down here and you go down here. Oh, okay. Well, about the six or seven person goes, well, I just live right over there. Well, I'm sorry. There's a fatal crash down there. There's like three houses down there. And I've had eight people tell me they live down there. Like got a family reunion going on down there tonight or what? <laughs> and I go, how long have you lived down here? Oh, like 23 years. And you don't know any other way home. <laughs> You literally don't know that you go down this road and take a right, and it'll put you out at your house. Yeah, let, let, nope. me, let me see your driver's license there. Like, how do you not know any other, you know, one way to get home and one way yeah, only? Believe it or not, there, it's, it's so strange. There's so many people that know one way to go. That's it. Cause that, that's, <laughs> they don't drive around. They don't do nothing. I mean, just, well, pretty soon, nobody's going to I literally around. pulled up my phone, and it took me 30 seconds to figure out how to get to the other side, so I can tell you guys how to do it. And none of you guys are smart enough to figure that out. I had somebody not too long ago uh, stop and ask me for directions. I'm like, oh, this hadn't happened in a long time. You know, I said, uh, do you got a phone? They're like, yes, right. Here. I said, let me see it. I said, open it. I said, where are you trying to go? I punched it in their maps. I said, here you go. <laughs> I just say you use your phone. You're welcome. Yeah, so, yeah, here, here you go. Here you go. No, no, just, I don't know. It's, you're stupid. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's going to take a lot more of me giving you directions to help you out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, the fucking truck drivers. I mean, I don't understand. They, we have more foreign truck drivers than I think American truck drivers anymore. Oh, that's a guaranteed fact. Had fucking truck driver had the interstate shut down. This fucking truck driver comes walking up to me, and I'll park far enough back where I won't make him work for it. Yeah. So he comes walking back there. I'm, comes up I'm like, yeah, can I help you? Since you walked like seventy five yards off the road to get to me <laughs> <laughs> behind these barricades, yeah. So, and he's like, oh, he's trying to get somewhere. So he hands me these direction papers. I look at him, look back at him, look back at it. I said, is this shit written in Russian? Oh, I would with fucking Russian. Da, da, whatever. I mean, he didn't speak very good English. I said, I don't speak fucking Russian. I said, go put this shit in your Russian GPS. Go on, get back in your truck. Get out of here. Don't stop and hand me paper in fucking Russian. Yeah, I'm sorry. We we don't we I, don't. I, I don't have my Russian translator here today. Vladimir's off. I can't. Yeah, help you. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I I I know a few words in Spanish. Most of them are cuss words. Just enough for me to call the name. Okay. Yeah, pendejo. Does that apply yeah, here? So, <laughs> there you go. I mean, it's just yeah. like. Yeah. And, and some some guys like oh, I was like I don't know. I just call me old an old fashioned person. Where just being a dick. I refuse to fucking learn. 
the language. I should not have to learn to speak Spanish because I'm in America. Speak English. If you want to come here and work, fine. Come here legally. Learn. Because, you know, motherfuckers, well, oh, oh, you know, my grandparents, they've been living here 45 years, and the motherfuckers don't speak English. It's like from 45, I, um, 45 years, you cannot speak English. That's your fault. Five or six. See, when I was in high school, I managed a competition polo horse farm. You know, like hockey on a horse. Mm-hmm. I was the only pale face employee the farm had and I was a farm manager and I had three or four Mexicans below me and they were, they were good guys. You know, they, they had visas, like they did everything right, but they, they spoke like 10 words of English. And, but I spoke enough with them every day that I kind of had a baseline and I could have a, a, not like a conversation, but we could communicate and get what needed to be done and I could get, you know, tasks assigned and shit going. In turn, if you're picking their language up, guess what? Yeah. But then, uh, then I, you know, I left that and started doing my own thing for a while. And then I became cops and my Spanish is gone other than, you know, quesadilla taco and, you know, burrito and chimichanga. And so the, the police academy out here was offering uh, Spanish for law enforcement class. And it was like a three or four day class about nothing but Spanish for law enforcement. We're not teaching you how to speak Spanish. We're not teaching you the whole language. We're teaching you the phrases that are going to keep you safe and how to go about getting a proper translator for interviews and shit like this. And it was a three or four day class. And just coincidentally, it was taught by a former motor officer that was, he was Hispanic, but you know, it was like, Armas and El Piso, which is basically put the guns on the floor. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I, you go, you leave with pages of just phrases and you just kind of pick and choose the ones that you think you're going to need and use. And then he handed me like the DUI shit. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> Somebody else is going to deal with that guy. That's drunk. That's kid speak English. I am not dealing with that nonsense, but, uh, we're on a we're on a felony car stop one night, and this guy does not speak any English at all. It was all a big misunderstanding, but at the time we thought that he was the suspect we were looking for. Turns out it wasn't. Welcome to America. But uh, you know, he's out of the car and he's he's got a gun in his waistband, and you know, all the officers are yelling and screaming at him. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on. And finally, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and rattled off three or four of them phrases I remembered from that class. And the guy's like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Very carefully, you know, puts the gun on the ground, walks back, it goes to his knees. I think that's basically what, and then we took him into custody and realized, oh, this ain't what we're looking for at all. Sorry for the inconvenience you can go away. <laughs> no, this is Jesus. We looking for Jose. Yeah. Oh, fuck, that's egg on our face. Sorry. <laughs> But, but I mean, it he, came in handy. It seems like he's uh, carrying a weapon illegally because I'm sure he didn't have a concealed carry permit and he can't speak no, he don't well, apply no English. In Missouri, under Castle law that they changed a few years ago, you don't have to have a concealed carry in Missouri. As long as you're not a felon, carry all the guns you want. Well, we get, we're open carry. Conce- you got to have a concealed permit to carry. Concealed. Yeah, we don't have to have any of that shit. As long as you're not a felon, you can have a gun on you, in you, in your car, on your car. Put a 50 cal on the roof. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, we're like, yeah, well, that's our bad. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you didn't piss your pants. Have a good night. <laughs> that Chalupa, or are you just happy to hear? See ya. <laughs> or smell us. But, 
but mm. well, we are believe it or not coming up on the two hour mark. I kind of noticed that. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, end it. It's always a good time. We could me and him probably going for four hours, and y'all be really bored listening to us by then. Uh, like I said, like and subscribe. Check us out. It's the uh, Motor Cop for Life on TikTok. Go follow on. I'm sure he'll be on again. Hell, might get him to help us out with the new midweek news one time when he's not working or something like that. You know. Anyway. Oh God! You meet the box holster, <laughs> Ice Man, and me. Oh shit! <laughs> forget Freebird. Yeah, yeah, Freebird too. He, Jesus he, Christ! He, he might share a, a nipple tassel with you. Or something. Yeah, I was gonna say, do I need to buy a nipple shirt? Y'all <laughs> <laughs> be safe. Uh, watch your back. Watch your partners back. And remember to always smile because Ice Man can always be behind you.